Welcome to the Pursue of Bliss podcast. My name is Kristen. I'm a self-professed health, spirituality, and mindset junkie. You know that blissful happiness you feel when you're just at peace with yourself, living fully in the present moment? That's the feeling I believe we are all in the pursuit of. And I want to help you get one step closer by up-leveling your health, mindset, and love for yourself. Because that lasting and blissful happiness can only be found and created within. So get ready for all things mindset, holistic health, and spirituality. I hope this serves you. Hello, 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 everyone. Welcome to another episode of the Pursuit of Bliss podcast. I am coming to you from the very professional floor of my closet. I, um, you know, I set up this beautiful office in my new home and it's so perfect. And yeah, I still record my podcast in the closet. Um, and honestly, I like it in here. It's a little walk-in closet and I set up cushions on the floors and my blankets and it's really cozy and the sound sounds so much better in here. So I have made my walk-in closet in my office, which is meant to just store the supplies. I've made it a recording studio and I'm actually really happy with it. So I am going to be recording my podcast in here, most likely from here on forward. Not that this affects you listening to them because you can't see me, but um, I just think it's so funny that probably 80% of my podcasts have been recorded from a closet and my closets have gotten progressively nicer and nicer and nicer as I manifest you know, more abundance into my life. I used to record them in literally a tiny claustrophobic closet that I had when I was living in Denver in 2019. As most of you probably know, I shared a tiny bedroom back then, which means I also shared a tiny closet. I had a half of a really tiny closet and I would clear out my sweaters from the floor and I would sit cramped in there and shut the closet sliding door. And I always knew I had like a half an hour before my roommate got home from work and I would record podcasts in there. And so this is quite the upgrade. I'm sitting in this roomy walk-in closet now. It's still a closet, but um, you know, it's all mine. And so <laughs> it feels good to have that up level. And you know, sometimes the behind the scenes of everything you see on Instagram, you know, the multiple six figure businesses or the seven figure businesses or whatever it is, it's not all as glamorous as it might seem. Uh, you know, for me, most of the time it's me in my pajamas. I haven't changed out of in like two days working on the floor of my walk-in closet. <laughs> all right, but enough about my closet. Um, I'm actually here because I want to talk to all of you about failure and I know I've talked about this subject before but I want to approach it again from um, my current perspective uh, because I think a lot of people look at my life and they just assume that it's been so easy for me and you know I went from zero to a thousand and I manifested a multiple six-figure business in a year and you know I changed my whole life and I have my dream home and my dream car and all these amazing things and I think people just think that I intend to manifest something and it just shows up and I never experience you know, negative emotions and I never experienced failures and, and that's just not the case. And I don't want you all to be listening to this or looking at my life and 
creating some unachievable and unrealistic standard for your life. And first and foremost, anything you desire to manifest is already yours and is possible. Whether it's the dream home or the dream car, or just the confidence or the inner peace or the love, whatever it is, it's yours. However, manifestation does not mean that we suddenly get to be happy all the time and cheerful all the time and manifestations show up every hour and we never move backward and we never quote-unquote fail and we never experience sadness or stress or anxiety that's just not how it works right mastering manifestation doesn't mean you get to be happy all the time and life is all uphill from there um it's yeah simply simply not how it works and i want to give you a better understanding of what it really feels like to manifest huge up levels in your life and to continue to manifest more and more abundance um because personally for me it's never been straight uphill, right? It's been like a freaking roller coaster and that roller coaster is slowly moving higher and higher and higher, right? So if we're looking at this on a chart, like life still goes up, it still goes up. But on that upward line, there's lots of squiggles. There's ups and downs all the way. It's not a straight line up. It's like this wacky line that goes all over the place, but eventually gets higher and higher and higher, right? Life gets to get better and better and better, but it doesn't mean that we get to avoid all of the the heaviness and the stress and the failures and the ups and the downs. But the true mastery of manifestation and true mastery of life isn't avoiding the lows, but it's surrendering to them. And that deep understanding that even the lows are here to serve you. And the biggest secret (laughs) to changing your life and manifesting more abundance and inner peace, once again, isn't avoidance of anything, but it's allowing life to deeply penetrate you right allowing life to just completely overtake you and being so present with whatever shows up with whatever emotions are there with whatever experiences are there and instead of trying to change what is present to be present with what is present instead of trying to avoid reality we surrender to reality and we allow reality to deeply penetrate us to our core we allow ourselves to feel deeply Because when we feel deeply, we learn lessons and we heal. And when we heal and we learn lessons, we up-level. And every single experience, no matter how heavy it seems, is an opportunity to learn lessons and to heal and to up-level. But that cannot happen if we don't give ourselves the opportunity to feel and to be present with what is. And when we're in a state of resisting what is and avoidance of what is and trying to immediately change what is, what is persists right? We can't heal by resisting. We can't learn by resisting. We don't grow by resisting. We stay where we are when we try to resist, right? And so the key to all of that is surrendering to what is present. And I want to talk a little bit more about failure more specifically, because I know a lot of people have expressed to me their fears of failure and that can hold a lot of us back. Or you might be experiencing what you are labeling or judging as a failure in your life. Uh, And I want to give you some kind of mindset shifts to work through this. First and foremost, before I get into my take on failure, everything I'm going to tell you um, is not meant to bypass the feeling, the emotions. Like I kind of just explained in my little mini tangent there is um, emotions are here to be felt and they're here to help you and they're here to be experienced. And so none of this is meant to be a way to bypass 
the emotions. If you feel like you failed, or if you feel like something's going wrong in your life, you're allowed to feel sad. You're allowed to feel upset. You're allowed to be emotional. (laughs) You're allowed to take a bath and cry. That is actually really good for you. Let the emotions out. Let them be felt. Let them be heard. However, at the same time, for me, it's easier for me to surrender to what is present and allow myself to feel, right? Because when we allow ourselves to feel our emotions and experience them, we get to transmute them. Uh, And this is how we raise our vibration long-term, right? When we repress our emotions, we hold that stagnant energy within us. It holds on our vibration. When we give ourselves permission to feel our emotions, we get to release them and make more space for more joy and more abundance. So once again, I find it easier to surrender and be present with my emotions when I can have this higher perspective and understand that this is still serving me. So first, when it comes to failure, what I want you to understand is that failure doesn't exist. Failure is simply a judgment or a label that us humans give to neutral situations after the fact. So we look at a situation, it didn't meet our expectations, and so we label it as failure which is simply a judgment. It is a story that we create in our minds about a situation. And the reason that most of us create this judgment unconsciously is because of what we learned in childhood, right? So a lot of us, especially in the school system as children, we learn that when we achieve things, we are good enough, right? We're rewarded when we get good grades. It's one huge example. When you achieve something, when you see physical success in your reality, you got an A on your test, you are rewarded. Now, this creates a subconscious story for a lot of us that we are only good enough, we are only worthy of love and praise when we achieve things. Now, the problem with this is that this is a linear way of looking at reality. And reality doesn't actually work linearly the way us humans think it does, right? Time doesn't actually exist in a linear fashion. Nothing does. And success or anything cannot be measured linearly or physically. Society measures being good enough or standards or success linearly. It's like, all right, you get an A, you're doing great. You get an F, you're not. You make $100,000, you're doing great. You're broke, you're not, right? This is a linear way of measuring success. And this is just a human way that we have created to place judgments on different situations when in actuality, it's all just neutral. It's all just feedback. That's all it is. And it doesn't mean anything about us, about our souls, about our essence. All it is, is reflecting the stories that our unconscious mind believes that we picked up when we were little kids. All right. So going back to this example, when you're a kid, you're in school and you learn that you are worthy of love. You receive praise. You're good enough when you achieve things, when you get an A, when you get a B, whatever it might be. So suddenly you're an adult and You have this expectation to reach this goal and you don't reach it. And so you start labeling it as a failure and you'll feel really shitty about yourself. Now, what is creating this emotion of feeling really resentful of yourself, feeling really shitty? What is triggering that emotion? It's this story that we picked up in childhood that says, hey, I am not worthy of love. I am not good enough unless I reach that higher standard of success that's been set up for me by society. And so... You set yourself a goal, you don't reach it, and you trigger that story that says, 
oh my gosh, I didn't reach my goal. Suddenly I'm not good enough. I'm not lovable. And then we create resentment for ourselves because of this. And then we start labeling it as a failure. And then we judge ourselves and then we feel horrible. And then it becomes a never ending cycle of feeling like a failure and therefore manifesting more opportunities for us to feel like a failure until we allow ourselves to truly dive into the healing opportunity that is within the experience of feeling like a failure. Now, of course, it's not, like I said, it's, it's not possible to fail because failure is a judgment and truly what failure is, is it's just feedback. Failure is feedback. Failure is redirection. You know, when things don't go the way you plan, it doesn't mean they're going wrong. When you think things are going wrong, that is a label, a judgment that you're putting on a situation, most likely because you don't feel good enough. And when we don't feel good enough because of our unconscious trauma from childhood, our triggers from childhood, we create stories that say things are going wrong. Things aren't going my way. Why are, why are things screwing up in my life? Like what is going on? Why are things going backwards? When in reality, things seem to go backward in our physical reality doesn't mean they actually are because once again, we cannot look at success as just linear and we can't look at it as simply what is showing up in our physical realities because sometimes just because things aren't going up linearly doesn't mean they aren't going up energetically. Sometimes when life is about to get better, things in our physical reality seem to get worse. You might seem to fail at something. Things might seem to go backward, but in reality, it's just redirection the universe is setting you up for what's to come. And sometimes that setting you up for what's to come means some things need to fall apart so better things can fall together. Some things that aren't in total alignment need to fall and crash down so what is in alignment can come and take its place. Sometimes there's a lesson that you need to learn so things seem to move backward for a period of time so you can build a stronger foundation of faith or a stronger foundation of, of belief in yourself in the midst of adversity, in the midst of chaos, right? Because faith and belief in ourselves and belief in manifestation, it's really easy when things are going our way, right? It doesn't take that much. But when things aren't going our way, that's when it's hard. And that's when the real faith, the real belief is built. And that is the faith and the belief that will bring you to that next level, that will bring you to that next level of manifestation, right? The growth, the up level, the energy that allows us to manifest the abundance is built within the chaos, within the adversity, within the struggles and the challenges. And so if we spend all that time trying to avoid the struggles and the challenges and the quote unquote failure and put all of that time and energy into learning the lessons within the struggles and the failures, we would get to where we're trying to go a lot faster. Things going backward don't mean that they're actually going backward. Regression doesn't mean you've actually regressed. It means reality is simply rearranging itself. And it's up to you what label you put on the rearrangement of your reality. Do you look at it and say, ugh, I didn't reach my goal, this is a failure? Or do you look at it and say, oh, I didn't reach my goal, this is feedback. This is redirection. This is a reroute to get me to where I want to go much faster. And just because I don't understand how, I trust that it's working out for me. And I'm allowed to feel sad and I'm allowed to feel upset and I'm allowed to feel angry. And these emotions are also here to help accelerate me down that path. But they can only accelerate me if I allow myself to be present with them. And I also have that higher perspective and that understanding that even though I can't see it right now from my human perspective, things are still moving forward. Sometimes physical reality seems to move backward. It seems like we're failing. It seems like things aren't working, but they are. 
everything is still working. Sometimes it's just feedback saying, hey, something is out of alignment. You know, the universe is like, I want to give you what you're looking for. I want to manifest it for you, but something isn't quite in alignment. So I'm going to send you some feedback in your reality so you can wake up to this part of you that needs to get in alignment. So when I feel like I experience what I am labeling as a failure, I first of all try to gain that higher perspective. This is a label that I'm placing on the experience. How might this actually be serving me in the long run? And I ask myself, where in my life am I not meeting my needs? Where am I not putting my needs first? Because almost always when something is out of alignment, it's because I'm not putting my needs first. I'm burnt out and I need more rest. I'm working too much. I'm not making time to eat healthy food and to drink enough water and to move my body. I'm putting the needs of the other people around me before my own, right? The list goes on and on and on. There's always something. Where am I not putting my needs first? Where am I putting my need to please others or my need to gain what I consider to be quote unquote success over my personal energy and alignment? Sometimes we get so caught up in this story that I need to achieve more to receive love unconsciously that we push ourselves and push ourselves to the point of burnout in this unconscious attempt to receive love because when we're a kid, we learn that, oh, I receive praise when I get an A. And when we're kids, praise might mean love, right? So I create this story, achievement means love. So I need to work really, really hard to reach this goal because unconsciously I believe that I'll be more lovable if I achieve this goal. Even though I might not consciously know that, I just feel like I want to reach the goal. I feel inspired. But on an unconscious level, I'm pushing myself so hard because my inner child learned when they were five years old that the only way to receive love is to achieve things. So how do we start to heal this pattern? Because quote unquote failure doesn't feel quite as bad when we are no longer attaching our self-worth and our lovableness to the achievement, to the success we're trying to achieve, whatever it might be. And one way to do this is to start to show our inner children unconditional love, regardless of external circumstance. Now your inner child is like, think of, you know, this three, four, five-year-old version of you. All of our belief systems are set in stone in our subconscious mind before the age of seven. And so we always have that little child with us. Like our subconscious mind is like a five-year-old child. And you can literally imagine you have your little five-year-old self with you at all times, right? They're in your heart. They're with you. And that little five-year-old child is aching to feel loved. But the way they learned to receive love, the stories they learned about love, were all created in childhood. And they are unconsciously seeking love the way they learned that love can be received when they were young. And that creates this unconscious desire to achieve, 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 achieve in a lot of us. Not in everyone, but in a lot of us, right? This is very common programming that most of us pick up through the educational system, through our upbringing, through society when we're kids. So what can we do? Number one is connect with your little inner child. Think of like your four-year-old self. They're sitting there. They're not feeling good because they didn't achieve something or they didn't receive praise or they're feeling unlovable. What is it that they need in that moment to actually feel unconditionally loved? Do they need words of affirmation from you? Do they want a hug? Do they just want to be able to take a nap or play? What do they need? Right? This is what I mean when I say, where are you not putting your needs first and where are your own needs not being met? I don't just mean your conscious needs, the needs of your inner child, the needs of your soul. Sometimes that might just be standing in the mirror and being like, you know what? I'm so proud of you. Looking into your eyes and for the first time ever telling yourself, I am proud of you. You are doing a great job. I need that all the time. Sometimes that might mean like going to the beach. Sometimes that might mean dancing or playing or coloring. 
Sometimes it might mean taking a bubble bath and feeling your emotions. But what is it that that little four-year-old child inside of you needs? If you could imagine that version of you. And, you know, a question that I like to ask myself is, if my little child self could see me right now, what about my life right now would make them cry? What about my life right now would they not be proud of? Because that will tell you where your needs are not being met. Would they say you're overworking? Would they say you don't play enough? Would they say you don't uh, show your loved ones how much you love them enough? You don't laugh enough? What is it? And how can you meet those needs? Because when our needs aren't being met on a subconscious level, we project those needs outwardly. And then when we don't achieve outward things, we feel horrible because we have unconsciously projected our needs, our self-worth, our lovableness on these external things. So if we can meet our needs outside of the external achievements, if we can meet our needs internally first, it doesn't need to be as painful when we don't hit our outward expectations. Every single time you feel like you have quote unquote failed, this is an opportunity to show your inner child unconditional love. This is an opportunity to change your childhood stories, to change your conditioning, to change your subconscious belief system. This is an opportunity to be like, hey, I didn't meet these expectations I had for myself, but I am still unconditionally worthy of love and I'm going to prove it to myself. I'm going to show myself unconditional love. I'm going to still give myself an opportunity to rest and relax. I'm going to still celebrate. I'm going to still have that glass of champagne. I'm going to still tell myself I'm proud of myself. I'm still going to meet my own needs because what a lot of us do is we quote unquote fail and then we punish ourselves by no longer meeting our needs. We don't celebrate. We don't have the glass of champagne. We don't take the bath. We sit and we wallow. And there's nothing wrong with sitting and wallowing, but there is something wrong with denying yourself pleasure or denying yourself your unconscious needs being met because you feel guilty for not meeting an expectation that only exists in your own mind. We deny ourselves the permission to feel good when we don't achieve things. We deny ourselves the opportunity to take part in things that make us feel good when we don't achieve things. And when we are not in alignment with our inner children, with our soul's desires and needs, we cannot manifest abundance. We can't manifest everything that we desire, right? We can only manifest abundance from a place of inner alignment. And inner alignment means total alignment with your highest self, with your soul, with the universe, with your inner child. If your inner child's needs are not being met, you're not in alignment. And not being in alignment can lead to what looks like your physical reality falling out of alignment. But it's simply feedback letting you know that something is misaligned within you, that your needs aren't being met in some way, that your inner child is crying, asking for your attention. Like, hey, I'm here. I I just want you to love me. So next time you experience things, Next time you experience failure or things seeming like they're moving backward, I just want you to remember that you're allowed to feel your feels. You labeling something as moving backward or as a failure is simply that, a label and a judgment that you're placing on an otherwise neutral situation that is here to serve you. Things going backward doesn't actually mean things are going backward in the perspective of the universe. Sometimes things seemingly going backward, it's just a redirection. It's actually just a shortcut to get you where you want to go if you lean in. Everything is here to help accelerate you to where you are intending to be. But if you resist it, the universe cannot help you. When you lean in, you say, what is here? What emotions are here to be felt? What lesson is here to be learned? What healing can be done? How can I better serve the needs of my inner child in this moment? How can I show myself unconditional love? How can I rewrite my stories? my subconscious stories. Failure is massive opportunity. Not achieving our goals 
is a massive opportunity. When I look back on my life the past five years, I've not achieved more goals than I've achieved, right? I've had huge successes and they always come on the back of tens of failures, (laughs) failure after failure after failure. I've had complete stagnation. I've had business move backward. I've had businesses fail and fail and fail. And even in, in my life now, I experience what I label as failures and things moving backward and stagnation all the time in all areas of my life. But the difference is I know that this is what life tends to look like before huge up levels. There is always a challenge before each up level because to reach a new level of your life, you have to become in alignment with that new level. If you're already in alignment with it, it would already be here. So to become in alignment, oftentimes we receive challenges or things that we label as failures to help us to heal, to become more in alignment with ourselves so we can reach that next level. But we can't become more in alignment with our highest selves if we don't allow ourselves to be present, to experience the heavy emotions that are coming up to be felt, to be transmuted and to lean into the lessons, right? And you know, this doesn't mean that life has to be hard or life has to suck. Life comes with highs and lows and the lows do not have to be terrible. There can be pleasure in the pain. So many of us learn to be numb and for me, like, yeah, feeling sad feels really sad. Feeling down, you know, you're down in the dumps. Usually we want to feel happy, but I'd rather feel the heavy emotions, feel deeply penetrated by all of the heavy emotions, by everything I'm experiencing in my life. I'd rather feel than be numb. And so when I'm in the midst of feeling, there is pleasure in knowing that the universe is breaking me open. I like to think of it as like the universe is literally cracking me open to God. I am being literally cracked open so the light can shine in. That's the way I think of it. I have all of these walls and I have all of these layers of concrete and cement and brick to block me from feeling. But when I'm blocking myself from feeling the pain, I'm also blocking myself from feeling the joy and all the abundance the universe has to offer that God has to offer, whatever word you use. And so when I'm feeling, it's like I've cracked open another layer. I've like hammered that concrete layer and I've shattered it. And it's really painful to shatter that wall that's been there my whole life. But then more light gets to come in. And the failures, they shatter us. They break another wall. And when we allow them to completely shatter us open, we allow room for more light to come in, for more love to come in, for more abundance to come in. When we sit in the discomfort of what we're labeling as a failure, instead of avoiding it, when we sit with it and say, what does this say about me? Why is this so uncomfortable? Because situations are only uncomfortable when we have an unconscious story that is creating the discomfort. Emotions are triggered by our unconscious beliefs. Every time we have an emotion, it's an opportunity to dive into the belief system that is creating that emotion, right? No situation can actually make you feel anyway. No situation can make you feel sad or make you feel angry. It can only reflect back to you and pull out of you the anger, the sadness that is already existing repressed within you. So the universe gives you opportunities to reflect and pull those emotions out of you so you can feel them, heal them, transmute them, integrate them. Every single experience in your life is a massive opportunity for growth, for healing, for up level. So I hope this encourages you to reconnect with your inner child and I hope it encourages you to allow your emotions to crack you open and let the light in. And I hope it encourages you to reframe the way you look at failure and to remember that it's just feedback. It's just redirection. You're still on the right path. The path just doesn't look like the one that you expected it to be. (laughs) And that's usually a good thing. The universe knows what it's doing. The universe has got everything under control. It's just up to you to surrender and to do 
the inner work, which is why you're here listening to this, right? So anyways, I'm sending you all lots of love and um, I hope you sit with this and maybe journal on it, connect to your inner child, ask yourself what came up for you listening to this episode, what emotions came up, what wants to be felt, what wants to be heard, what are your inner child's needs in this moment, how can you better serve them? And um, I'd love to hear your feedback. I'd love to know what that feels like for you and what comes up for you. I love hearing from you guys. Love when you share the podcast episodes on social media. And I do also have an announcement for you, um, which I'm very excited about. If you haven't already seen, I am launching a new course. So I have everyone asking me, you know, how I manifest in my business. I went from zero to 400K in sales in a little over a year. Manifested my first six figures in six months. Started from complete scratch. And so if you are interested in doing the same thing, if you want to manifest abundance, you want to manifest a massive impact on this planet, it's your birthright. You wouldn't have that desire or that inkling if it wasn't meant for you. And I want to teach you how. So I've teamed up with my business coach who helped me go from zero to 400K in a year, a little over a year. And I'm going to certify you to become a manifestation coach. So I'm going to teach you how to impact lives, how to change lives, how to teach manifestation, how to create a life-changing coaching practice for others. And then he's going to teach you the business strategy you need to scale and make profit. So together, we're going to give you the sweet spot, right? This is what most programs don't give you. You need both the energetics and the manifestation and the right business strategy. And that is why my business grew so freaking quickly. So if you're interested in creating your own abundant manifestation business, if you want to change lives and at the same time manifest an abundance of time and money, this is for you. So I will have the link in the show notes to get on the wait list. We have limited spots available. It's going to be a very intimate uh, coaching environment so we can help guide you. We're going to help you launch your own business in this 12 weeks. So not only will you become the best manifestation coach possible, certified manifestation coach, but we're going to guide you to actually launch that business and start making money in these 12 weeks. Um, So once again, get on that wait list so that you get first dibs once this does launch in October. Um, The link will be in the show notes to get on the wait list. If you have any questions, you can email me at support at pursuitofbliss.com. And um, I'm sending you all lots and lots and lots of love and I'll talk to you soon.